I always kind of just keep it in mind that, you know, this very well could be the last position I have that I can fully dictate exactly what goes on in that business. You know, if we want to do more sales, my production manager's on my page with that. I'm going to go do more sales. You're going to help with recruiting and we're going to bring another crew in. Um, and that's definitely what we did last year. We kind of thought 225 was the moon for us. Yeah. That was the record. Um, and yeah, we did 100K over that. And this year we're kind of coming in with the same mindset that, you know, in these eight months, we're, we're going full tilt. We really don't want to settle at all. So I think that's definitely one thing that also probably, you know, separates those top performers as well as just really never getting complacent at all. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders. I have an amazing uh, young leader that I'm welcoming to the podcast. His name's Griffin Boyd. He spent a year as a painter and then a year as a production manager with Adam Dennison or Denny or Adam's business up in the uh, greater Blue Mountain area. And then last year, he broke the all-time rookie record, expanding it from 225 to 330. Justin Georgopoulos beat it by more. Uh, and then this year, uh, he is uh, just jumped over $500,000 worth of business uh, last week in, in early June and uh, is on his way to break again. The all-time uh, record is his goal, 606 or something like that of Mackenzie Mercier. We just keep on seeming to break these records. One of the things I really want to know is, is just his focus on personal development and development and mindsets and, and how he's leading his, his team. It, it really is quite incredible. He is just a, a great example of how to, to run a student business, how to run just a business. He's just running just an exceptionally powerful business. So I know you're going to love this podcast. He's really, really up to stuff. And you know what we're up to is finding young leaders who want to really step out and you know, just blow the lid off their lives and, and really see what's possible because we create just magic in this business. It's just incredible what gets created every year. So if you know of any amazing leaders, please send them my way, cthompson at studentworks.com, or you can send them to our website or send them this podcast. Thanks so much. Have a super fantastic day. Well, Really excited, Griffin, to welcome you on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Thank you, Chris. I'm uh, super excited to be here. Yeah, fantastic. So let's walk back to um, before you joined the program as an operator, you know, who was Griffin Boyd? What were you up to, et cetera? Yeah, um, I was uh, in my first two years of university, technically, mm -hmm. um, and I was actually a painter in the Student Works program um, for the past operator around Blue Mountain. So I painted for a summer. The next summer, I uh, like just took on some more responsibility and became a production manager. And yeah, those were my first two years of like actually painting before I came into being the operator in the program. And then what about otherwise? What had you been up to, Griffin? I was a student at the University of Carleton, just finished up my fourth year there. Uh, so at that time, I was in my first and second years of university. 
up in Ottawa, basically, you know, just full time studying through the winter and fall months and then right. uh, coming back to paint. Definitely did a lot more sports back then um, and had a couple other activities going on for sure. But yeah, it was mainly just uh, school. Okay. So why don't you tell me about the experience? I know you worked with Denny, another one of our rock star operators, you know, that first year. What was a, a summer, you know, painting on, on that team like? Oh, I loved it. Uh, I loved every aspect of it. I had known Adam growing up for probably since, you know, our younger ages, grade one, grade two. Right. Um, so just being able to work for somebody that I knew very well. And then also just in an atmosphere of, you know, other students, I was working with uh, actually my stepbrother in my first uh, and second year of painting. Um, so yeah, I loved it. Just being able to work outside, um, you know, stay fit. And then also just like, just make some relationships with awesome clients. Like that was what I really loved about just being a painter in the first two years. Awesome. Awesome. And I know there's real legacy of, of lots of really great teams in the area, lots of really great people who keep coming and, you know, keep returning, et cetera. So that second summer, you had the opportunity to be uh, a production manager for Adam Dennison or Denny or Adam. We'll call them a <laughs> bunch of things. Uh, yeah. So, so why don't you tell us about that role and the things that learned in that role? Yeah. So with that role, um, obviously I was still doing uh, painting, but I basically just took a step up to being the direct link between the clients and Adam. Right. Um, so I was collecting final checks. I was, you know, first guy on the site, talking to the clients, doing a walk around, making sure we had, you know, the exact scope, everything on the same page. And yeah, pretty much I was just the main person in communication with them. Um, and I was also responsible for pretty much just making sure that that site was uh, running, you know, smooth, making sure the two painters I was working with uh, were motivated, knew what was going on, had a, you know, a structure for the day. But yeah, that's where I really uh, started just um, enjoying the job even more, being able to talk with the client a lot, show them the the work that we've done, um, and just kind of develop a relationship. Because obviously, as, as you know, they uh, they want to know what we're doing. They want to know yeah. what our plans are for the future. Um, so yeah, I really love that aspect of it. Um, just being able like, you know, I remember having baked goods made for us, things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah I just really love that aspect of being able to create a relationship with the client. Yeah. No, I know. I know this year your average job size, uh, you know, upwards of $5,000 and probably not maybe quite as high before, but still really high, you know, large jobs, uh, you know, clients who obviously invest a lot in their home really care about their home. And then obviously sure. they're really interested. And, and, you know, my thought always is anyone who's, who's smart and has staff around their home want to treat them really well. Right. Just course, because yeah. they go, hey, they're working hard and thanks. And you want this, you want that. And, and then that gets, you know, sort of reciprocity, the law of reciprocity that 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 gets uh, noticed on the job site for sure. So so yeah. you saw that happening and you saw Definitely. just that interaction with great customers, which which we're so blessed to have. So 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 talk to me about your decision. You know, you'd spent two years and, and what, what had you want to jump up and become an operator? Well, like at the time, as I mentioned, like I was just really enjoying the added responsibilities of being a production manager and, and just being that guy who's, you know, the direct link between the owner and, and the clients. Um, so Adam had kind of put it into my head like mid-season that uh, he would be, you know, going on to a different uh, job and uh, I'd kind of thought of me as somebody that would uh, be a good fit for that. So yeah, honestly, it was maybe like mid-July um, when I kind of found that out. Um, and really, I, I 
just that full year, I had enjoyed everything so much. It wasn't really a huge decision to make for me. I knew I still had two years left of university in a business management degree. I honestly thought this is perfect. This is a great opportunity. And yeah, I was just willing to, you know, start learning everything. Um, And that's really what happened. I think I signed on in, you know, late August, maybe early October. And yeah, I basically was right then super excited to start the November training, January training um, and get everything rolling. Yeah. And I think there's just such a huge uh, confidence uh, having worked in the business. I know this year we were, we were looking, I think it's six out of 10 of our top operators are, are, you know, former, former people who worked in the business, understanding the trade, understanding it right from the start. It's just such a big advantage for you. It's two years and then going on as an operator and just that confidence coming in. And then obviously there's still lots to learn. There's still obviously <laughs> lots to take on, but, but it really is a, a head start. Um, and just for timing, everyone knows we're, we're recording this June 13th of 2022. So Denny's in, sorry, uh, Griffin's in the, in the, uh, in the middle of his second year, but let's go back to your first year. You know, what was that like in the experience of running your business then? Um, it was awesome. It was so exciting. Uh, definitely a roller coaster for sure. Um, but yeah, as you said, you know, just being able to be a production manager ahead of time, I knew how to myself go out, get a five out of five rating, you know, leave the client with an amazing project and, you know, them wanting to go out and refer us. Um, So with that, I was basically just, you know, wanting to learn the complete marketing and sales system. I knew I had some great painters that had painted with me that were going to join my team. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that, it was really just making sure that I uh, just learned as much as possible with sales, marketing, recruiting, um, that that aspect of the business was matched with, you know, the kind of the production that I had already almost had like a little bit of a, a head start with. Right. Um, so yeah, with that, um, it was great to just get sales going. I remember our first like two weeks of production was extremely smooth sailing, uh, like didn't really expect it to be. Um, but yeah, it was a great year overall. Um, and it was, uh, kind of just like pretty much what exactly I was expecting after coming out as a production manager. Right. Um, and now this year, kind of just growing from that year and really just hopping out of almost the production uh, side of things is really the next step for me. Right. And my understanding is, well, because it, it was a year of COVID that, that first summer, you know, you decided not to go to Ottawa and you did, you know, no matter what, everybody was going to do their courses online. So invest your time, do your courses online and build your business. Yeah, literally. And uh Pretty much as of like I signed on, like I said, in maybe September around that time, yeah. I pretty much knew, you know, January 1st happens. I wanted Devin to to get me out marketing first, get my, my estimates going first. Like I wanted to have my business ready and launched by, you know, middle of February. Um, so yeah, I stayed at home in Meaford, did my classes online, uh, definitely dedicated if more time to my business for sure. Um, and I was just able to really get a great start in the preseason. I think I was at maybe 180 K in sales by the time I did my last exam at the end of April. Um, and after that was just like, so ready and prepared to just be done with school and fully focused on the business. Um, and I think, yeah, that was definitely a big reason in having a great first year was just kind of, um, you know, staying put, making sure I was kind of available every weekend from the basically January 1st onward. Um, And it really kind of showed in in the middle of the season that, you know, those hours were put in and you see the results from it. 
Yeah. And you broke the all-time rookie record. So, uh, you know, 330,000. I know you didn't hold the record, but you broke it. So well done. <laughs> yeah. and Justin Rutropoulos yeah. held it. Well done. You know, shout out Justin. And, uh, and, and so, um, you know, looking at that summer last year, you know, what were you doing last year to start building into this year that has just been so tremendous? Basically, I just started, uh, you know, making sure I had the team to do it. I knew that uh, last year, basically at the end of the year, I had 11 full-time painters throughout the season. Um, that was including one pr production manager, um, Andrew, shout out him. He's uh, basically the other half of my business. Yeah, He was coming back this year. So we basically knew, you know, we want to plan. We're at least doubling the size of business for sure. We need to create a team to do that. Uh, and right. we had seven returning painters. Two of those returning painters basically hopped up to a uh, production manager role like I was in my second year. And then right. I still have Andrew above that. Um, so after that, it was just going out and recruiting great people that, you know, wanted to be a part of a, a big business, wanted to be a part of a full student owned and operated business. And really, I that was just my main, main focus, like pretty much as the season ended was to be able to have a great crew to start May 1st um, and pretty much just have the systems in play that I'm able to do the sales and, you know, make sure they all full-time work for the summer. Um, and where Andrew and my other production managers, basically, you know, they've got the systems in play to make sure that our other 12, 15 full-time painters are, you know, doing great quality work, knowing the ins and outs and painting um, and, and really just autonomous on their own site, which we're really close to, to being there right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so, so you're, 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 you passed the half million dollar mark, which is, uh, which is fantastic. So congratulations. So, you know, on your way to again, breaking the all time, all time record, uh, certainly seems very, very apparent that you're building towards that. And so, so when you think about, you know, what do you think stands apart from the top, top performers in the business? Honestly, I think at the end of it, like we've said many times, Justin has said many times, there is no secret sauce to it. Um, I think for me, it, it's Devin mentioned this is just the sacrifice. Um, like I definitely, I don't think I've worked less than six days since pretty much February 1st, at least. Right. Um, and that is no issue for me. I, I love it. I want to do that. My production manager, same thing, like even the last basically two months of production, Every weekend, he's training new guys. He's getting out there, finishing up projects. Um, so I think that is definitely something that's just separated us. Um, you know, we're totally okay with knowing that these eight months are just grinding. Um, you know, trying to take some time off to do student works, payroll events, and whatnot. But um, yeah, aside from that, we know that we have a goal in mind, and just you know, making sure that that's always a priority. I think is the biggest thing. Um, we definitely don't take a lot of time off. And right. installing that into our our workers is, is evident as well. Like our two other production managers, they're here on weekends, um, you know, rain days if they're not working there at our house washing brushes. So we just definitely have that total culture that is, you know, we want to run a business that is breaking a record this year. Right. Um, and everybody's kind of on board to do that. So that that I think is one thing that is really just one made us get to this point already of being on pace to do that. And two, you know, fingers crossed accomplishing that goal as of August 30th. Yeah. And it's so, it's so much fun. Uh, you know, one of the great things about being an entrepreneur, there are a lot of roles where it's hard to tell how well you're doing. 
But in our in our rules, in all the different roles, it's the results are apparent. And hey, there's a scorecard. Look at look at look at where we are. And it makes it a lot like you know you already talked about sport earlier on. It's 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 doing that and, and doubling down on our efforts because so much of it is is just hard work. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm honestly myself and Andrew like we almost look at it like week in week out. Like there's always kind of like one thing that'll pop up during a week. And, you know, you, you go you. you find that problem, you, you get that solution down. And then it's the next week. All right, what, what's happening here? Like it, it's always changing. You're always playing different roles. Um, and you're right. You're, you're seeing the ending score in the results of that. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's funny how those, that works. You don't really, um, you know, come to an instant fix. Okay. This is great. It's seeing it over time and seeing where everything is really, you know, falling out to be. Hey leaders. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Since we started this podcast, every person you've heard from has been one of the incredible alumni of the Student Works Management Program. In large part, that's how I got to meet these amazing people and participate in their development. Starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. Now back to the episode. I love your perception of that just because because I know, you know, hey, what's going to happen this week means there's going to be a problem. Right. But that's how you sort of, you know, position in your mind, you know, hey, I, we've got we're running this many people. There are going to be problems. There are going to be challenges. And so, hey, what's going to challenge us, you know, and how will we deal with it? Right. And, and just yeah. a level of confidence, because this is now, again, your fourth year. You know, you've got this team as well. That's that's really experienced as well. Right. They're enjoying it. And, and then, you know. You know, most mostly as well are, you know, one of the great things about problems in the painting or window cleaning, you know, world are pretty small. So it's like, OK, we can deal with it. Right. But but again, it's, yeah. it's just kind of seeing that taking that in stride. hundred percent. Yeah. Like we almost look at it as like we're looking for the problems, in a, uh, you know, yeah, like there's definitely going to be, you know, something around probably coaching employees, maybe a yeah. client concern. Um, and it's funny, we, we literally had as of Sunday, um, basically said, wow, last week went very, very smooth compared to the week before. And now we're kind of <laughs> waiting Monday, like, okay, yeah. let's see how this week goes. Weather's on our side. Um, and yeah, we're just, you know, kind of waiting what the next piece is. If everything goes well, well, you know, definitely that's a win for us as of last week, but, right. um, yeah, it's always just kind of, you know, continuing to develop our painters and everyone in our, in our team. Cause it's the same with me, you know, I'm learning to coach people better. So as my production manager, so it's always kind of like just looking for what you can improve week in, week out and never really, uh, you know, just settling for what could be a, you know, a seven out of 10 business and just ride it out. You're kind of always just looking to just improve that little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and, and I know, I know it's really easy for someone who's performing at really a, a top level to kind of go, 
well, I never could have expected to earn this much money. Like I'm fine. Things are great. You had that last year. It was like, Hey, do I double down, start a new crew? And it's like, yeah, yeah. let's go and do that. And it's not just Why not? the money, although money's great, but it's also, Hey, I can get better and better. And you can just see that showing up in your business. Exactly. Um, and I always kind of just keep it in mind that, you know, this might, this very well could be the last position I have that I can fully dictate exactly what goes on in that business. You know, if we want to do more sales, my production manager is on my page with that. I'm going to go do more sales. You're going to help with recruiting and we're going to bring another crew in. Um, and that's definitely what we did last year. We kind of thought 225 was the moon for us. Yeah. That was the record. Um, and yeah, we did 100K over that. And this year we're kind of coming in with the same mindset that, you know, in these eight months, we're, we're going full tilt. We really don't want to settle at all. Um, so I think that's definitely one thing that also probably, you know, separates those top performers as well as just really never getting complacent at all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so what about habits? What sort of habits, uh, uh, would someone want to steal from you, Griffin? Um, hmm. I guess maybe just like my willingness to work or, or determination almost like I definitely, uh, I, I have no issue with you know, getting things done. If I know I have a busy day, like I will plan to, you know, be on my laptop till nine, 10 at night, kind of just making sure things are set for tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I guess that's probably just the, the main thing is I really, um, I focus on the business so much that you, you want it to be perfect at the end of every day, set for the next week, month, right. you can, um, and I really have no issue with sacrificing kind of time, um, or, you know, things like that, my weekends to just make sure that it is at the top notch, it's running, it's as efficient as possible. Um, so I think that is probably the one thing. Um, and the other one that just pops in my head is uh, just my maybe ability to problem solve. Like, okay. it's funny, like, me and my production manager will get a problem. And we honestly, we barely even discuss it. Like, it's just like, what are we going to do? This guy's called in sick. Well, I'm not getting him into work. So what the heck are we going to do here? Right. Um, and we have found that we're just very, very good at just making that happen. Um, you know, whether someone gets COVID, we had a, yeah. uh, a worker get COVID for almost a week. Right. Being able to just keep production at that pace and make that work while you're running five, six, seven crews, um, I think is something that definitely um, we've worked at but it's something that i think myself and my production manager are very good at just you know coming to solutions not wasting any time um you know not waiting for different options it's just the problems happened and you know solution there it is let's move on for it that's definitely something that uh, sticks out in my business a lot i think okay great great and i know one thing as well that you you have is you're living with a couple student works people so you know you're one of the you know there's a there's a whole group of operators out there doing that what's the advantage of 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 living with uh you know some other top performers it's it's incredible um like i i knew last year a couple people that were i think justin was one of them down in london um and it had always been recommended to me and i had always wanted to do it um like i know you know we basically moved about half an hour towards our turf we're right in the heart of it which is awesome one thing it's just great for being able to you know we're five minutes away from 90 percent of our clients which is awesome But just the atmosphere of grinding, like me and Denny, you know, if it's a nine, 10 o'clock grind night, we're side by side on our laptops, just working away. Um, Myself and my production manager who also lives with me, like, you know, 
every single night we're able to go over anything, you know, talking mm-hmm. about how we're developing our employees, talking about how these jobs are going, you know, talking about who's been doing so well. Like it, it's, um, it's just so easy and more efficient to be able yeah. to just have like kind of just um, like an ongoing uh, brain of just continuing to work on the business, right? And you don't really get as many distractions as I thought there might be because we're all doing the exact same thing. You know, we're all have big goals with this business. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely something that I've loved. It's it's made me a lot more um, efficient and definitely put in some more hours as well for mm-hmm. just working on the business. So it's definitely something I would recommend to any operator now and, and for sure in the future as well. Yeah, no, it's it. Well, it's one of those things where, you know, they say you, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And, and one of the reasons is because what are you putting your time into? So, so many t- people put their time into watching YouTube or scrolling social media or watching whatever Netflix and and kind of how they spending their time versus, wow, you're investing in your business, you're investing in a long-term future. So, so is Denny and your partner and your business manager. So it just makes such a, such a difference that you're just swimming in that group. Right. And, and, and so it's like, yeah, it's not odd to, Hey, let's work till nine to 10 and okay, great. We'll get up early and let's go do it again. And, and mm-hmm. uh, sharing the wins obviously as well at times. Hey, talking about the challenges, because I know there's exactly. obviously lots of challenges as well in, in a, in a business of the size that you and you and Denny are running. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah. Just overall, it's just, just great in all aspects, you know, to able to talk about the challenges, the wins, like you said, and it's, it's definitely very difficult to get complacent and have, you know, unproductive days when you have two people living with you that are buzzing every day, Andrew's up yeah. at seven every day. It's like, okay, I'm not sleeping in too, too long here. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just, uh, just a great atmosphere. It definitely has just, you know, we reap the rewards of it in our businesses for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's, exactly. It's like, you know, one of the other things is if you're with the right group as well, it's like, yes, everyone has some off days, but most people are having on days. So again, it's bringing your level up. It's like, oh, okay, maybe I'm feeling a little off. No, I'm not going to. Because like you said, you're you're going towards that 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 higher level of performance. So 100%. Um, before I ask you my last question, anything you'd like to share with, with uh, young leaders of our program? I think that I thought about this for a bit. Um, the one thing I feel like I want to share is definitely, you know, if you're coming into this program or if you're already in this program, don't take it for granted. I feel like it's it's not something that you should come in hoping to learn as much as you can. You should dedicate your full, like I guess we're in a basically an eight-month kind of cycle, yeah. um, but you should be just dedicating your really your number one priority as much time as you can to being the best you can at it, right? Like you're yeah. getting an opportunity to run your own business with the you know, top level coaching. Um, I, I think like you just need to make like a, a sponge and soak in as much as is possible. And yeah, with that, I, I think, you know, take the opportunity and, you know, do your absolute best, um, the best that you can do and really just put in, um, you know, your best effort for the full eight months. Cause I think that's where you'll see one, the most development for sure. Um, but you'll also, you know, you'll reach those kind of limits that you you probably never really thought of, um, which yeah. you know could give you kind of just a different aspect or outlook on life for sure. Definitely what it did for me. So yeah, it's just something I think uh, you got to go in 110%. Uh, definitely don't, you know, take it for granted or anything like that. 
Yeah, because it's, you know, that's actually interesting. You know, Griffin, if you think back four years ago, could you possibly have think, thought that you'd be running a, a $600 plus thousand dollar business? And, no. <laughs> coming coming out of school, you know, quite quite well off. Uh, not, not talking about school debt, you know, like assets that you've developed through a whole bunch of hard work and learning. Yeah, like there's no no shot. Like I yeah, truly thought I'd shot. do my four-year degree um, I'd graduate and I'd be looking to apply for some jobs. And, and yeah. now I have a completely different outlook on that. Um, I truly feel like I could hop into a lot of industries without my diploma right now and be of great value to, to a company or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that it's something you need to, you know, really just put in as much time as you can soak up as much information because the development is, is insane. And um, I know other people have said it before, but I would trade my two years of, you know, not even done my second year of student works for my four years of university, no doubt. Like the development is just awesome. Um, and confidence is is crazy different from what you're, you know, kind of learning in school, in my opinion, you're dealing with it in the real world. And it's, uh, it's definitely a game changer for sure. Yeah, no, I, I certainly, I certainly agree. So the final question, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what do you think of? I think of uh, basically someone who, who's almost just like equipped with, you know, the right mindset, the right skill set to be able to, um, like in a, a broad terms, do great things, you know, whether it's in a business aspect, whether it's in a, um, a sporting aspect. I just feel like uh, a leader of tomorrow is somebody that can go into any, you know, company, group, team, you name it. Um, and just show up as a, a leader, a top performer, and really just like bring other people up with them almost, right? Like I, right. I look at like Devin with, with being my business coach this year. Like he is someone that I know anytime I get on the phone with him, whether it's a, a win, a challenge or whatever, I, I come off that conversation with um, more confidence or, you know, just some type of uh, development almost. So I truly look at like a leader of tomorrow being somebody um, that can kind of just come into any challenge aspect problem you name it um and just be someone who is a, a pillar and like a, a leader and that can just bring that team to to victory or whatever it might be yeah um, yeah that's kind of how i look at it. like someone who is a, a leader of tomorrow for sure i love that and one of the things that as well is is that you know uh it's so apparent how you know you're not running a painting company griffin you're running a leadership company Right. You're you're developing leaders in your business. Right. And you're doing it with leaders. You're doing it coached by leaders. And you're seeing again, you've brought up personal development and development and mindsets, you know, a whole number of times in this conversation. And it just very, very apparent what you're doing. And um, again, another thing that would highlight again the top top performers in our company is they're 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 again, they're not just like just like I guess, you know. Uh, I, I do run an enormous contracting firm, right? I guess that's really what I do. But again, I, that's, that's, that's look at these hands. They, they don't, they don't look like I do. Right. So it's like, what do we, we do it with leadership. We do it with training. We do it with yeah. great HR, great recruiting, great mindset training. And, and I can just totally tell how, how you've just put that into your business and that's being, you know, rewarded uh, this summer. And, and and again, as long as you continue to do so, there's just no question it's going to continue, you know, here. And obviously, you know, eventually, um, you know, this program is all about preparing people to have fantastic future careers. So, so again, it'll be super exciting to see 
you know, you in 10 years and you'll be back on or five to the <laughs> leaders of tomorrow. We'll, we'll hear from you. Yeah. Who knows where we'll be then, but yeah, you're completely right. Just, uh, you know, development in through your entire business there is, uh, definitely our biggest emphasis for sure with everybody that is on my team this year. And, uh, it's, you see it quickly. Like, yeah, you notice when you've kind of developed someone in a little aspect, whether it's painting or, or, you know, personal development, um, it's definitely a a good feeling. And it's definitely something that's not just uh, business coaches to operators, right? It's more of that. It's operators to the whole team. team. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and just to share one, one final thing that I'll share is just, uh, Griffin's had his team over here doing a few different projects around the house. And again, <laughs> the team's awesome. They all just show up so great. They communicate. They, they're just, they're, again, not just the quality of the work, because that's kind of, it's kind of like the just the staple that you're expecting. You order a Big Mac, you expect a Big Mac. Like, that's not what's at risk. It's it, what's at risk is the customer service and 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 just how are people you know asking, attending to you and following up and those sorts of things. And I know both both Helen, our CEO, and myself have just been really really pleased just with the the group of people that you have on your team. Well done. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. Definitely, uh, I'd want to shout out Chris because he uh, is someone who's been a painter for three years now. A student works um, yeah. and two under my business. Yeah. And he's a guy that I've seen develop into an amazing painter, but someone who um, just can hop onto any site and be a total utter professional. So I've uh, definitely seen his development over my two years of working with him. So it's been, been awesome. Fantastic. Well, Griffin, thanks for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule to come on and be a contribution to, to all the leaders. So uh, listen to this podcast. Yeah, thank you, Chris. It was an honor to, to be able to be on the podcast. Definitely something I've thought of since uh, joining Student Works. So I uh, appreciate that. I uh, love to be here. Awesome. Okay, take care. We'll talk to you yeah, soon. You well. Cheers, Griffin. Bye. Hey, leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye now. You are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.